I don't know. It's fucking the country's called Gran. And it's blue and it's a fantasy fucking. It's show. not blue. I don't know. It's not blue. Sky's blue. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Water's blue. <laughs> sky blue. is blue. <laughs> you heard it here oh first. God. Boys and girls, you heard it here first. The sky is blue. Water's blue. Some There's blue stuff. Heavy knowledge being dropped on us. and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai, and joining me tonight, I have our chivalry of Shota Shotaro. Ahoy, ladies. <laughs> and our czar of source material, John. Just gonna go ahead and yeet that the fuck out of here. <laughs> I know why he said that, though, because he's been playing the Stranger Things DLC on Dead by Daylight. Oh my lord. <laughs> I don't even know the person's name. All I know is that they wear a sailor outfit. It's freaking Steve from Ahoy Scoop. Do you not watch Stranger Jake? Things? Jake? Jeffrey? <laughs> oh my god. Sam? Who? <laughs> sailor Boy. This is some uncultured swine who doesn't watch Stranger Things. Watch Stranger Things on Netflix, people. <laughs> and the fourth season trailer just dropped, too. <laughs> Um, speaking of new seasons, I do want to say before we get started tonight, oh my god, it's not a new season, but uh, Demon Slayer is getting uh, a sequel movie, and I'm very excited. God, I love Demon Slayer. It's so good. John, go finish it. But anime John doesn't is just watch anime. like, I don't. Not anymore. <laughs> anime is just such, it's too much of a visual representation. <laughs> You know, you know, manga is really like the anime, but for books. Wow, How, what a profound statement! Manga is like anime, but for books. John is just too cultured for us. Uh, I, I guess so. What we are going to be talking about tonight, and I use the term tonight loosely because this is the earliest we've ever actually recorded one of these episodes. <laughs> Uh, we're going to be talking about some of the pet peeves that each of us have when it comes to things like anime, manga, what have you. I will say that some of these pet peeves uh, may also apply to things other outside of anime and manga. They can sometimes apply to fiction in general. But for our purposes tonight, we're going to be focusing just on the anime, manga, light novels, bullshit. Um, but John, do you want to talk very briefly about why we're talking about this? All right. No. So something yes, that I read. I, he's talking about it. Fuck you, show. Something that I read introduced something that I personally have a giant issue with. And I mean, it could get better. But the minute it was just like, hey, here's that thing. I was like, oh, Lord, please no. I know many of other manga that did this. And I was just, oh, God, why? But well, you don't have to state that actual manga but you can state the problem that you have if you want yeah um when you all of a sudden introduce like time travel bullshit because you need to retcon something to progress the plot that's just like stop please no more that's that's yeah that's the whole thing that made me go on a tirade on our discord for like 30 minutes 
Well, I'd like to put out, without giving it away, it is something that you genuinely enjoy, or enjoyed. Um, but yeah, it, it it kind of is frustrating. I think it's even more frustrating when you kind of see it coming, but you don't want to believe that it's coming. Because I want to say, I, I may have watched the anime adaptation of this said manga, and I kind of saw it coming. I don't know no, down the road. I don't know, I don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah. There's like no, but it is a running joke that you predicted it. So I don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, anyway, right. I remember you what... predicting this, but <laughs> but it was more of a meme. Why you thought that? Yeah, not like contextually. Well, I I thought it was show. a meme. Of, apparently, I was fucking right. Oh, um, I would definitely like to question you about the details about this <laughs> after the podcast, John. But don't want to spoil it. Yeah, yeah. But I I think it's fair to say you you mentioned time travel and and stuff like that. I, I don't think you have a problem necessarily with it when it's time travel that's introduced from the beginning of the story. No, if time travel is what the story is about, you know, like Steins Gate or whatever. It's fine. I don't really care. But <laughs> welcome to the podcast. What what really grinds my gears is when fucking content creators are just like, you know what? I fucked up. I made too many mistakes. I need to retcon some shit or I need to progress the plot somehow. I, I've got it. Let's add time travel. So that way it makes sense what he did in the past is actually what he's doing in the future. Yeah, I totally saved the series, man. Like, no, no, you fucking didn't. All right. No, you fucking did not. It's fucking lazy. <laughs> I would, I would say what's even more. Uh, it's along the same lines, but it's even more annoying than that. Is a is an idea of a reset button. Yeah. Because then it's like, well, we did all of this shit, but what was the point in the end? <laughs> We're all back to square one. <laughs> I hate that shit. Ugh, God. And you were right. It's you, you wrote down here. It's even lazier than a damn montage. You're absolutely right. It is. I would rather. I would rather a fucking show in with a montage showing where we are now than a fucking reset button. Yeah, that's just. I, I was just thinking, like, um, you know, in Western film, like especially in the '80s and the '90s, there's a lot of montage scenes, right, where they're kind of just hmm. like kind of uh, fucking yada yada their way across like all right but now you've trained on the mountain for a month now you're ready to face the ultimate evil i was about to say there's a there were a lot of training montages in 80s action movies yeah because it, it needs to somehow they're like all right so we can't just do a time skip arc where you were training in this mountain <coughs> one piece on this island for like <laughs> 10 years or some shit and now you're like the strongest motherfucker around and it's just like Come on. We all know that's lazy fucking writing. And that's why 80s montages did this in action films. Because they were like, yeah, we need to somehow show that this dude did put in the work. And that's why he's buff as shit now and about to go ramble on everyone's asses. But, and, you know, the Karate Kid does montages, man. Come on. That's true. The, the Karate Kid is a really good movie. Yeah, but I just... Montages are lazy in my opinion. I mean, I get it. There's a time limit for how long you can run a show or a movie whatever that's why you had to do the montage you don't you can't yeah. sit there for an additional 45 minutes fleshing out like their training and all that but uh in in manga and anime it's just that when it's, it's, Wait, it's how do you do how do you do a montage in manga no i'm saying the time skip is like 
a montage. Oh, okay. It's a, ah. that's where I think they are because they use it to explain things because they don't want to explain things. <laughs> like this is their yada yada button from a la Seinfeld, right? They kind of yeah, just right? yada yada over the plot. All right, now it's been three years. Uh, Ichigo is now um, fuck. What happened to him? After the freaking arc, I don't even remember. See, I don't even care about. Uh, who cares? Who because after that, it kind of falls apart. Yeah, it, <laughs> but it's it's prevalent in uh, shonen, and I'm really turned off by this. Uh, not necessarily because I don't know. I just have a problem with the fact that they don't <laughs> want to write this out. Like I, I'm. They want to tell and not show. Yeah, I get that you want to somehow have your main character become more powerful than ever, but. I need to know how the fuck he did that. Like, even yeah. Dragon Ball Z does this, where Goku just yada yadas. He's like, oh, yeah, um, we I landed on this alien planet. Oh, I can teleport now. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, like, instant <laughs> transmission. Pew! And it's like, what? Yeah, yada 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 yada. Also, I crash landed this alien planet, yada yada. I'm here now, and I can teleport. That's it. Like, why? <laughs> why? Now let us scream. It, it's just um, I, I can give an example of something Reese actually I've already mentioned it actually that kind of does a montage actually well and that's Demon Slayer like early on in the story there's a sort of training montage but the montage lasts almost an entire episode and I think it's done really well because it gives you the because it lasts nearly a full episode it gives you the sense of a passing of time because nearly a year passes during this montage yeah and Again, this is something you see in Shonen quite a lot, right? These time skips yeah. or montages. But I'm glad that they didn't just yada yada their way over the beginning. I was afraid they might do that because, you know, that's how most shows do it. <coughs> Are for mm-hmm. it to fucking yada yada over everything. God. Just such a... For, I didn't watch that, but from what I heard, it yada yada over its entire plot. Yeah, it does yada yada <laughs> over its entire fucking plot. <laughs> And now it's at the end where it got interesting, but I'm like, but it's not interesting because you yada yada over literally everything that made the ending part fucking interesting. <laughs> so, yeah, the anime is bad. Go read the light novel. Yeah. Or the web novel, whatever one it is. Yeah. So they do that. And then now we have Shield Hero getting 15 additional seasons. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. It's getting more seasons? It's get, it, it, They announced that it's going to get a second and a third season. Oh, sad. sad. I, you aren't fucking kidding. <laughs> uh, so I guess kind of on the same line as that. I, I guess would you would you consider the whole montage training thing to be a dumbing down for the audience? Not necessarily. I mean, isn't, sh- isn't shonen as a genre just dumbing down? <laughs> yeah, actually. I, I guess depending on how it's written. Yeah. I know there's some shonen. I, is Demon Slayer a shonen? <laughs> I don't I think know. it's a shonen. More senin. I mean, but... it. I wouldn't say it's dumbed down. I would say its fights are actually really, really good. Um, but no. So I want to talk about something where an author. This, this applies more so to um, to light novels and manga than it does to anime. But I think it's relevant um, when an author of a work dumbs down and what would otherwise be a very well crafted story just to appeal to the lowest common denominator consumer. It's so fucking infuriating, and the um, the, the example that comes to mind for me most like fervently is ReZero. Like ReZero is a pretty. I know John, you hate ReZero. Yeah, uh, you do. <laughs> yeah, but 
Uh, I, for me, novel. I think that I think that ReZero, I think that ReZero is a, a genuinely good crafted story. It's got a nice world. I like most of the characters in it. I just hate the author's writing style. It's so bad. He fucking wants to just lay out everything for the audience to where he thinks that they must be stupid or something because he has to describe everything in detail and then the the like the cardinal sin to me is he's like explicitly stating character motivations I'm like stop i'll figure this out on my own if you just write the fucking story just yeah stick to the anime. so yeah i understand what you're saying you you enjoy a little nuance you know mm. you don't like it being i yeah i enjoy being ha- me as a, as, a, as a consumer like having the wherewithal to be able to figure out certain aspects of the story myself. Yeah. That doesn't really become a pet peeve for me because I'm like, whatever, like I'll just chalk it up to lazy writing or shitty author. And then I'll just fucking dump the series. (laughs) (laughs) Well, a good example, like an example of a work that actually doesn't do that and does it well, but it has every opportunity to dumb it down for the audience is um, the Monogatari series. When it comes to the character of Kaiki, um, Kai, the mo- Kaiki's motivations have never been explained once in the light novels, ever. So the the author Nisu Izan is leaving it to you, the audience, to decide what his motivations actually are. I think it's it's brilliant because I've heard I've talked to like multiple people about this and like I've heard five different theories as to what his motivations for why he does what he does. Money. It's all money. Yeah, well <laughs> yeah. Primarily, yes, all the theories are focused around money. <laughs> but I mean like that's why I fucking love the Monogatari series so much because it isn't just Kaiki that this is done with, it's done with multiple characters in the series. But Kaiki is probably the most like obvious character this is done with. I just I can't stand that dumbing down where you it just it's so condescending when authors do that. Yeah. I hate it. Oh god. <laughs> it's something that I I understand why uh, a a creator would want to dumb something down. Like it's sometimes too much nuance is bad too, right? Cuz then it becomes confusing. You don't know where oh, the yeah, character for is sure. going. So it, it's a very fine balance. But <laughs> I don't I hate ReZero for a different reason cuz you know I just you just hate the suffering poor. You hate suffer poor. I do. I hate. I hate Subaru. I hate how he's just a little bitch boy. Little. Anyway, I'm not gonna I like go to watch the bitch boy suffer. Oh, Listen, we all know. We all know that fucking best boy in this series is Felix. No. Come at no, me, bro. No, no. That, that's a dead meme, bro. We're done with that. <laughs> anyway, I think me and you have uh. talked enough show. Yeah, you have a fucking, like... I don't have anything to say. You have... No, you... Bullshit. You have, like, a list here that's as long as my arm. Okay, fine. Since we were talking about uh, shonen genre, I have something to say about the shonen genre. Specifically, uh, I really hate when shonen MCs are naively righteous, which kind Mm. of ties into, like, dumbing down the story because it's really dumbing down the morals or, like, the themes of the um show and it's just so impractical because there's no person who would be like oh i'm gonna risk my life to save this random person again and again and again and i'm just gonna ignore all of like the small ethical problems that are going on and be like i do the right thing all the time and don't question me and like literally like so many uh shonen protagonists are like this and 
it's like I get it in that it kind of appeals to the younger audience, but I feel like a lot of these shonens don't necessarily only have to appeal to a younger audience. Like a lot of these shonens are hyper violent, but at the same time, their MC is stupid. So I'm like, who are you appealing to? Like if you're gonna so, go for if you're gonna go for the violence, you can't have stupid characters. I don't understand. <laughs> like so pick a demographic. Like it sounds like to me you're describing every single trigger MC. <laughs> yeah. No, trigger isn't shonen. <laughs> I beg to differ. Gurren Logan is definitely a shonen. Gurren Logan isn't a isn't the type of shonen I'm talking about. I don't even know if it is a shonen. It's original, right? I'm talking about like basically mangas and shonen jump that get or in shonen serializations that get anime adaptations. But if you want to apply this to Trigger, Gurren Lockin, feel free. Do you have something to <laughs> apply well, this I mean, to? I don't think, like you, I don't think the main character like is... Would... But the main character in Gurren Lockin, he, like, progresses as a character. I think? I don't know. I was referring more to Kamina, but... <laughs> oh, but he's not even the main character. Whoa, spoilers. Eh, he is a spoilers. main character. We'll talk about that well, later. Well, I'm talking about the main character. I have The I have one something. and the only. So... I agree with show here. I don't like naively righteous shonen MCs, though I do love shonen. Um, <laughs> it's it's basically translation. John is saying he hates himself. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> no, it's because so I believe that the naively righteous MC is supposed to be like that because you know there's good in everyone. There's good in your heart, and that's great and all if you do something with it. For example, in Naruto. He's like that at the very beginning, right? Even through all his suffering and stuff. And they make it a key point in his personality where he's like, he wants to believe in the good of people, but he does react to all the bad that happens. And it actually pushes him to make tougher decisions. You know, like think of the pain battle, for example. And Oh God. Right? <laughs> Why? Yeah, right. Why would you do this to me? <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you've done because this. Because it's so great. It's Oh God, I'm just going to talk about how good Naruto is. <laughs> but... I don't like it when Shonen MC's Deku is uh, just naively righteous <laughs> and it's just like shots fired. <laughs> I don't like Deku for this exact reason because there's no growth. It's just yeah, power of friendship. Ignore all the bad stuff. Oh man, that sucks. See, but it's fine though. Never, I'm righteous. I'm right. Let's beat well, up the hey, bad see, guys. I, I that... don't. I don't mind it as much in My Hero Academia because the whole premise of the entire show is to be like good versus evil. Very, very it's like supposed Stereoty- to be stereotypical. Stereotypical thing. good versus stereotypical evil. Yeah, but then yes. you read like My Hero Academia Vigilantes where you get to see the underbelly and it's so much better because it's more realistic. Okay, so can I ask a question coming off of this? So you say that this is a pet peeve of yours where it's shown at MCs that are naively righteous, right? Yeah. Now, if they stay naively righteous, I'm assuming it's still a pet peeve. But what if it's an MC that that starts out righteous, but then the uh, naively righteous, and then the real world hits them, and they actually kind of become gritty and like, okay, this world sucks. Okay, God, it's realistic growth. (laughs) I I was about to say, (laughs) fucking Griffith. (laughs) I was about to say, yeah, exactly, because that's kind of what happens. Yeah, and that's fine. See, that's great. That's character development. Though we don't get to see a lot of Griffith, and, and he's not really a main character because it's supposed to be guts, but whatever. Um, but yeah, and let us never forget Griffith did nothing wrong. Um, excuse you, he did everything <laughs> wrong. 
Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it seems like they like to use the naively righteous trope as kind of like a, this is the personality of the hero. And again, I'm fine with that if they do something with it. But if it's something along the lines of like, that's kind of it. Like he's just naively righteous. There's no real reason for it. Then it's it's yeah. stupid. It's like this is not this does not count as a personality. Like what? Yeah, it's really. I get a headache looking at those characters. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I agree with show when it's just there yeah. for no fucking reason. Yeah, I can I can certainly agree with that. When they're just naively righteous for the sake of being naively righteous, yeah. When they especially if they never learn or grow from their naivete. And on a similar That's... vein, in the same genre, I have a problem when MCs are super powerful, but then they get like their powers restricted or inhibited or like turned off. Like to it's JoJo's. Me... <laughs> Which one? <laughs> In JoJo's, this this happened. This oh happens a lot in later parts of JoJo's. It yeah. really like turns off the tension for me because I know the character is capable of overcoming this, but for some plot reason they can't. So it's like I'm just not excited anymore. I feel like it's like a really bad way to progress the power. Um, uh, like it's a really bad way to build up your character because you skip ahead and then you back away. It's like, no, you should like have like not, you should have like consistent small increment, incremental. That's the word I was looking for. Incremental increases in the power instead of just being like so much. And then you take it away because yeah, I lose my excitement. So I, I, I could, there's a really good example of this with the recently aired, jojo's part five so the main character in part five of jojo's is like super op like his stand is like hyper op and i think iraqi didn't think about this and he's like oh shit like maybe 15 chapters in (laughs) and so like the rest of the manga is is him like being admittedly very creative ways of him being written out of fights (laughs) so he's not his power art isn't inhibited he's just not around for the fight and I feel like creators, again, they use this trope. <laughs> These are all tropes, by the way. I just kind of realized we're all talking about pet peeves or tropes. At least so far we've talked about it. Uh, I think creators do that because they need an out, right? It's like, all right, yeah. so there's this Yeah, because great... they didn't think out the story enough. <laughs> exactly. And they're like, oops, I gave you too much power. Oh, no, how do I actually write the story? This is all just so bad stupid. writing. It's, yeah. This is what it boils down to this is all just bad writing on i mean but like part. specifically this repeatedly happens in multiple anime <laughs> yeah it's like oh man i can't use my full power yet even though you've seen a, a sliver of it and it's the most overpowered thing in the world but plot says i can't use it yet what yeah okay speaking speaking of uh mcs with superpower i don't have this on the list but like chosen ones which are I guess not ex- exclusive to anime. That's a very um, general trope, but that's really stupid. I hate chosen ones who are like, you are special because you are special. Yes. And I'm like, that's great. It's not really interesting. <laughs> I mean... It's like every fucking thing made by Hollywood today that even remotely revolves around superheroes. Yeah. So, 
that may, that makes me think of Die Hard, why the first one was so great, but then oh yeah, <laughs> but then in the you know other Die Hards it becomes not great because now Bruce Willis is somehow some super powered elite soldier that can take down helicopters with a motorcycle. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, what cop can do this? <laughs> exactly. In the beginning, he's just, like, just a regular cop trying to get his, you know, trying to get through the, the entire plot and save his fiance Wife? Fiance? Uh, I think it's fiance in the first I, I think one. It, yeah, I think he's not married yet. And, um, and it, it's just, he kind of stumbled. What a good excuse for me to go rewatch it. <laughs> right? It's not Christmas yet. We can't watch it. Anyway, uh. But it's like he stumbles his way through, gets a ton of lucky breaks, and that's what it's about, him just getting lucky breaks, and that's fine with me. But then in the later movie series, it's like it's not just lucky breaks. He's just – he's become Jason Bourne, essentially. Yeah, basically. Where it's like he was a sleeper agent, and he just fucking awoken to these fucking plot armor powers, and it's disgusting. Yeah. They did the same thing with the Terminator series and John Connor. Oh, God. Like, 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 seriously, only one person can save the world? Please. Yeah, John Connor. John Connor. Well, that's why they retcon the timeline with salvation and all that. <laughs> I anyway, know. God see, this damn. is what I'm talking about. Time travel used to retcon shit. No. Stop it. Hey, at least, at least with Terminator, they had the, you know, the wherewithal to put that in the beginning of the story. Yeah. The time travel's a part of it. Yeah, but then... It's because it's a cash grab. That's why it's even there. That's why Salvation was even made to retcon the fucking yeah. series so we can have... Isn't there a Terminator 7 coming out or some shit now? Yes, there <laughs> is. See? Oh, God. <sighs> fucking writers these days, man. All right. I know. So, I I, I want to talk about something that's not... It's something that, that, that show wrote down, but I guess this isn't really a trope so much as it is, like, I don't know censoring i guess but i would so censoring violence and sex is what you have written down here show so you want to explain why you don't like it because i think i have a slightly different opinion of this than you do uh why don't you go first i don't <laughs> okay. i don't remember why i put that down <laughs> because you don't like it um just a thought <laughs> um so this is this is more so with censoring violence than it is with censoring sex um I'm okay with that as long as it's done for a comedic effect. So a really good example of this is in um, Gabriel Dropout, which is already a comedic series. There is a scene where they're fucking bullying Satanya, of course. Um, and they bury her in the sand at a beach. And they're, they're doing that thing where they hit watermelons with sticks and try and split them in half. And... Um, so they have uh, Gabriel blindfolded, but she's she can clearly see because it's like cocked up and like one eye is showing. And instead of going for the watermelon, she goes for Satania that's buried and just beats the fuck out of her with a stick. And so right before she swings the stick, they cut away, and all you hear is Satania scream like that kind of censoring of violence. I'm okay with because it's done specifically for comedic effect. That's an interesting uh, situation to. Uh apply to this i think what i was thinking when i wrote this down was that not censoring in the way that like black bars or like fog i was thinking more situational as in you avoid the situation that would lead to violence so more like uh scenes are cut out or changed so especially again in shonen when it would make sense to kill the person you just defeated 
you don't because I don't know why, because you're a fucking shonen. Um, I would consider that censoring violence because it makes no sense in the story or in the characters to just let the person live. Like, just kill them. Because that would make the, everything make more sense. It would make the entire story make more sense. And same with sex. Like, these two people are clearly wanting to fuck, so just let them fuck. <laughs> okay? <laughs> They're clearly in a relationship, and they clearly are, like, you know, on top of each other. So... Can we just be explicit with these things? Because when you don't, it just dumbs down the story. You just want gory hentai. That's all you want. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Let's not. I'm not into that. <laughs> that is not my kink. And we do not combine the two. I I guess um, the anime has a really storied history with like the rays of heaven censoring titties. Or the fog. I don't look again. I don't yeah. care. I don't care if it's visually censored. Well, I do, but I would. I care more that like, did it actually occur in the canon? Like, as long as it occurs yeah. in the canon, that's like a pr- progress. It doesn't have to occur on screen. It just has to occur in the canon. Does this, uh, John? Does this? Do you think this counts in JoJo's Part Three, where when every like a minor villain is defeated instead of saying they were killed or they were defeated they said they were they were retired were they sent to the shadow realm yeah no like at the end of the, <laughs> at the end of the fights with the minor villains in judges part three uh, there's like a box that comes up and says like darby the younger retired yeah and it's and does that count i mean so in shonen they can't be showing that shit right because it's for like 13 year olds and below or like ten year olds. I mean, and they below. say that, but like, there's a lot of hyper violent stuff in. Shonen. Oh no! See, it's completely fine in shonen for you to beat the shit out of someone because you're right and they're wrong, but it's not okay to kill because then it crosses the line, right? It's like, no, I'm not as evil as you. I don't kill you. I'm like, yeah, but you you letting him go lets him do more evil things, and then he kills people. So aren't you in the wrong here? But whatever, naively strong shonen protagonist do do what you want man remind me again how many demons tanjiro is killed in demon slayer all of the demons but he does it because he needs to release them from their suffering they make that a very good plot anyway this is not the the demon slayer spoiler <laughs> cast don't make me get into this i just want to say wanna that demon slayer spoiler cast quote-unquote shonen authors are not forced to uh, do this, I'm pretty sure they do this because they think it'll appeal to their audience, which I think it just hurts their story. Maybe, I don't know. Um, if it was, if it was supposed to be there, or if it would make sense for the violence and/or sex to be there, and it was taken out, then yeah, I kind of agree. Don't you find that like so many anime, it would make sense for sex or violence to occur in the scene, and then it doesn't. Uh, yeah, um, I would say with Shonen in particular, it's more so with the violence, but in more dramatic adult-oriented shows, I would say it's probably more the sex. Like, there's so, of course, partially this is probably because a lot of romance series take place in high school, which is why you don't see the sex. Um, but there's so much sex in, in like, high school romance series where it's sort of implied that it may have happened but it's left left kind of up to you where it's like i i don't know that that's my opinion of it i mean so that makes me think of when um 
something happens, right? And then they cut to the next scene. Instead of showing the sex, they show, like, a flower petal being plucked, right? Like, oh, it's been plucked. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, no, no, that's, no, 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 no. That's a euphemism for taking someone's virginity. Yeah, and I'm just like, no, no, no. You got to show me that. Come on. You can't just do that. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. I guess, I guess that censorship, um... I don't know. But in the same sense, sometimes when they do show you the sex scenes, it's kind of like cringy, and you're like, "Oh God, I don't want to watch this." Just like, <laughs> I, this. Oh, oh, oh! You mean like Scum's Wish? <laughs> yeah, I'd rather you just yada yada over that and just tell me Wait. it's implied. Scum's Wish was beautiful. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we're not going there. Anyway, um, I want to bring up. <laughs> I still, I still maintain, I still maintain it is not possible for a man to cry and ejaculate at the same time. Well, I don't know, honey. Sad fucking. Have you heard of Viagra? <laughs> what? I'm pretty sure Viagra had nothing to do with that scene in Scum Switch. All right, so to keep this moving along, because we need to progress the plot, I'm gonna say, oh, uh-huh. gonna talk about my next. Uh-huh. Point. Um, a giant pet peeve. Are you approaching plot? <laughs> Oh, stop. Uh, one of my most giant pet peeves in anime is when the plot progresses due to ex machinas and <clears throat> aka plot armor. And an example of this. Oh, Jesus. We should probably put a disclaimer that there's going to be a shit ton of spoilers. Uh... <laughs> I want to talk about Guilty Crown. And one of the reasons. So, spoilers for Guilty Crown coming well, a up. A good thing because no one gives a fuck about Guilty Crown. Yeah, they sh- as they should. Um, I hate Guilty Crown, right? I've talked about this many times. And one of the worst things that it did was Oh My Shoes becomes a depressed little baby bitch after, like, episode 13 because he gets his freaking seed taken away or whatever. And oh my. all of a sudden, <laughs> his mom suddenly gets the third genome, right? And they talked about, it. yeah, in the world, there's only, like, three genomes. And they think that's good enough to cover it. Like, no, motherfucker. How the fuck did his mom find the third genome? How the fuck did she get Wasn't the... she a laboratory scientist that was involved in the thing? Yeah. Wasn't she, like, directly part of the fucking research on the genomes? All right. But Guy explicitly states <laughs> that they only have two of the three. Where the fuck did the third one come from? See? Out of her fucking coochie. <laughs> exactly. She pulls that shit out of her fucking coochie and then gives it to Oh My Shoes to progress the fucking plot because he's a little soy boy crying little bitch boy. And... This is like a literal ass pull. Yeah, and it's fucking stupid as shit. Uh, this is why? Why the fuck did you do that? He has no character progression. He was just a sad little soy boy cuck, and then all of a sudden he gets his power back, and he's like, "I know what I have to do. I have to go defeat guy." And then Inori's character takes a giant fucking shit on itself because, like, <laughs> all right, well, she's not important to the plot anymore, so we're just gonna keep her like <laughs> plain and boring and. She was just the caretaker. Like, we don't get to see anything that progresses the plot other than, well, his mom found the third genome somehow, and now she has to get it to him so he can go take the other genomes and stop the world from destroying itself or whatever. And it's like, what? Excuse you, what? You just spent 12 (laughs) episodes in a school environment making, like, shitty jokes and all this stuff, and then all of a sudden he becomes king of high school, and then all of a sudden it gets taken away. And then all of a sudden, he's now fighting the big bad, right? It's like, what? It just kind of yada yadas over everything. And I hate that. I hate ex machinas. Like, if you suck at writing, and you're like, all right, I need to introduce something so that way the main character can progress the fucking plot, 
you're doing something wrong here, buddy. <laughs> There's no growth. There's no development. It's just, well, we need to progress the plot. And it's fucking dumb. I fucking hate it. <laughs> God. I Yeah, I, I can understand why you hate it so much. I do, too. Um, especially when it comes out of nowhere. It's like, there's sometimes you can see an ex machina coming. I would still argue that's bad writing, but it's if you if you can kind of see it coming, you can brace yourself for it. But if it just happens and with no like lead in or with no, no nothing, it's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Why have we, what was the point of everything that came before? Why didn't you just start the story here? Exactly. <laughs> like if they just made it <clears throat> where, Oh My Shoes was a soy boy beta cuck who was just <clears throat> he he had the power and then he went to do the rebellion thing and then he gets fucking betrayed then I'd been like you know what this has been a lot interesting a lot more interesting then you'd also have 10 extra episodes to actually you know flesh out the plot of how he gets to their genome and show character growth instead of him being depressed that that one girl that was all over his cock got fucking murdered even though healing was her ability and she couldn't heal herself for some reason I think they explained that she can't heal herself but she can heal other people the girl with the bandages and shit. Anyway. My God, it's fucking crazy diamond. Yeah. Anyway, Guilty Crown is fucking terrible. I hate it. That's all I got. Yeah, you've, as you've said many, many, <laughs> many, times, many times on this times. podcast. I fuck. No, plot armor. Plot armor is, is fucking infuriating. <clears throat> Sword art. Um, uh, I, it is a sign of like really bad writing, but I also think that sometimes writers get themselves and like write themselves into corners and then have no choice but to do like an ex machina or plot armor so girl if you write yourself into a corner just kill off the mc and move on <laughs> right just end the oh series. that leads me. i'd that rather leads me. you kill off someone that you've written into a corner than do an ex machina that leads me brilliantly into a pet peeve that i have so i fucking hate it i hate it so much when an author will kill off or does death fake outs um with an mc during the climax or denouement of a story i hate that i hate that so much especially if it's just done to build tension why because it's it's so stupid like (laughs) okay girl like, if this is the only way you can think of to resolve plot points, then, okay, fine. But if there are other ways that the story could have been resolved without the main character just up and fucking croaking, uh, do that, please. I like it when the main character dies. <laughs> wow. Well, when is when? It, t- please tell me when it's going to happen in Sword Art. Never. No, you know why? Because he has fucking plot armor. Because he's the fastest. <laughs> He has the fastest swords. Cross star yes. stream burst, though. <laughs> the, the fastest swords in the West. <laughs> no, I fucking... I, okay, so I even have to call out JoJo's for this because they do death fakeouts. JoJo's is so bad for death fakeouts, too, sometimes. Um, part three. But I will say part three did it really good because they actually did it. They only did one death fake out in part three. And then they actually ended up bringing the character back like multiple chapters later. Much to my amazement. Yeah, JoJo's is... I think John knows what I'm talking JoJo's about. JoJo's does it a lot. I, this is, this is yeah. one of the reasons I was kind of turned off to the series at first. Because I was like, why? I hate things like this. But, I mean, it's, it's still it's a cool show. Fight scenes are cool, man. Stands are cool. Yeah. 
I don't know, it's just, I hate the whole killing off thing. Like, especially when you just don't see it coming, where it's just like, boom, it's done. Like, okay. Oh, I guess story's done. Bye, everyone. <laughs> this is the thing now. Fucking deal. Yeah, it's like. And the thing, the thing that really drives me up the wall is when it's done with a lot, of, or almost all of the secondary cast, and then the only person left is the main character, like See, a certain Maho Shoujo I shall not mention. Yeah, I don't like when you kill off secondary characters, but I like it when you kill off main characters. You are a fucking sadist. But then it's like high impact. Like if you kill off a second character, secondary character, like I don't care. But if you kill off the main character, I actually care. So at least you get an emotional response out of me. I don't like it when they just kill off characters in general without a reason, right? Yeah, and yeah, just willy-nilly just for the sake of building tension. So this this brings me to my next point. Um, when they introduce characters without actually having them contribute to the story, they, yes. they purely exist to be a plot point for the main character. And as I wrote, this includes being killed off to set off MC without knowing what the supporting character even means to them. Um, I have two examples here. Gurren Lagann. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Spoilers! I want to say spoilers for Gurren Lagann. Spoilers for Gurren Lagann and, and spoilers for Corpse Princess. So, Gurren Lagann um, does it really well. I love what they... I, <laughs> all right. Funny enough, I hated it when it happened, but then when I rewatched it, I was like, this is actually great because it's not killing him off for no reason, right? It actually um, pushes the main MC, the real MC, to the spotlight and throws him into this violent, turbulent world, and he's still a kid, and he doesn't know what the fuck to do, but... Because of what the um, person who gets killed off represented to him, it creates the next arc. And that's beautiful. It works great. Gerd Lagen is really good with that. Uh, as a negative example, in Corpse Princess, we're introduced to the main character, who is the you know a Shikabane, uh, a Corpse Princess. And then her handler, which is, you think he's the main character. And then after an episode and a half, he gets fucking killed. Because we need to introduce the real main character... His younger brother, who is just this whiny little bitch boy, who now is thrust into the situation. And all that we know is that, oh, it was his older brother, and this is his Shikabane. So you have to have the bond and help out. It's like, what? What does the older brother mean to the younger brother? And sure, they explain it like, oh, in flashbacks, oh, he was precious to him. And his younger brother was suffering from this, and his older brother was always trying to help him. I'm like, yeah, but you did it so suddenly. You introduced this character who is really cool. And he actually is, like, he's friends with the uh, Shikabane girl before she becomes a Shikabane. And it made sense for him to be the handler. But then they just kill him because they need the younger brother to take the MC role. I'm like, what? Why? We He literally has zero connection to the Shikabane. What? And Corpse Princess, by no means, is a great anime. Uh, it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> clearly poorly written. But I just, I hate that shit, man. That's that's one of the ex machinas. Like something has to happen to progress the plot. Let's just kill off this guy that <laughs> that we spent an episode building up and like showing the relationship and then we're just gonna fucking murder him because we need a younger brother to become MC. Like what? Why the fuck did you put that in there then? Like MC has n- the new MC has nothing to do with the plot. And he's just introduced into it. Fucking stupid. God <laughs> I completely agree. <laughs> that was a hell of a rant. I thought you were going to say Gurren Lagann was an uh, example of this being a bad thing. No, I liked it. Uh, in- he wrote right there where it's a positive example. Yeah. Um, 
I, but why I do have I don't understand why you have positive examples. This is a pet peeve cast. Because <laughs> only I, uh, triple truth. Because just because I have it as a pet peeve, it, it really just means when they do it poorly. I'm not saying that it's a bad trope in general. It's you know make up your mind, John. <laughs> when it's done poorly, it's just it's stupid. But you can do it right. Is all I'm saying. It is possible to do this correctly. So I have a question about whether you think a certain thing was done in this regard poorly or or, or well um, regarding a certain spinny boy in Naruto. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm trying really hard not to spoil that, by the way. See, I I hated it because... Mm. Me too. It, it just <laughs> oh fucking never forgive Kishimoto it, for it this doesn't make bullshit. sense at the at this point you know <laughs> like there was no development he just dies because there needs to be something to you know push Naruto forward and it's like why again see see the pain battle for actual like yeah good use of this trope man like you had I, it. F- I feel like. I feel like he was killed off for for two primary reasons. I think that Kishimoto had probably realized that this particular character that we're referring to um, had had a pretty substantial like character arc that had been fleshed out pretty well and didn't really have anywhere else to go with it. And two, he needed something in the story to like sort of pseudo break Naruto before shit started to get real. And speaking of Naruto, I'm going to move on to my next plot point because this involves Naruto. <laughs> Um, I hate unclear plot lines. I, I hate when characters have no direction. And Naruto does this really well in the very beginning, but between then and then sh- jumping to Shippuden and then in between Shippuden, the plot is fucking unclear. Like, what is his motivation? Like, Naruto starts off as a naive protagonist. I'm going to be Hokage one day. And he develops his character through trials and tribulations and it gets progressively better, but then it reaches a bunch of stops where it's like, all right, Kishimoto obviously doesn't know where to go from here. Uh, uh, what should we do? Uh, let's introduce this new character. Uh, uh, let's kill this character. Uh, let's introduce a new bad character. Uh, flashback. Uh, let's, fillers. Uh, let's meander around a pretty minor fucking nation for 15 exactly. chapters. And, and that, it's like, it's Naruto has good and bad examples of this, which is why I put it down here. It's mainly good, though, because by the end, he finally goes back to his roots. And he's like, all right, the thing that we started in the beginning, friendship above all, believe it, um, <laughs> will of fire, all that. I'm going to be Hokage. Yeah, and then the will of fire, right? How it comes full circle. That's what I liked about it. It, it finally connected back. And it's like Naruto, now he's seen some shit. He's developed his character. He knows the world is not all fucking rainbows and cupcakes. And he understands that there is pain and that there is yeah. actual suffering. But even then, it makes sense because now he's fight, fighting against the big bad. And he's like, no, the big bad's idea is stupid because that's not real, man. And it's just, it's good. I, re- I realize a lot of these pet peeves we keep talking about come back to Naruto. Because <laughs> Naruto was, it has so many points where it's so good and also so many points where it's so bad. But it gets saved at the end. That's why I like it so much. Like, and you've read pretty much all the manga, yeah, right? Yeah, I've read all the manga. I don't think you're reading Boruto, no, are you? No, I read the first 10 chapters of Boruto, okay. and I was like, meh. It's like the, the, like the last, I would say, 
quarter of the first part of the Naruto manga and like the first third of the second part of the manga. It's just so much meandering plot lines. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I think I feel like I feel like Kishimoto was trying to do like some serious world building, but he kind of fucked it up because it became really boring. It, because he was like trying to, he didn't want to make it too complicated. But I was like, but no, you've already done this. You <laughs> fucking go all in, bro. Come on. God, we should we we should do like a rewatch of Naruto. <laughs> I don't have time to watch like, all seven hundred episodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! But yeah, un- fucking Naruto. unclear plot lines where the uh, direction that the protagonist is going just doesn't make sense. Like what they started at is not where they ended at, and it doesn't come full circle. And there's no reason for anything that happened in between. That's it. Just pisses me off. That's why you have Ex Machina's at the yeah, end. That's that's why Ex Machina's exists because they need to fucking reset that bitch. <sighs> All right, so you haven't talked for a while. <clears throat> I have nothing to say. <laughs> well, okay, I wrote this down, but I don't like titles that make no sense. Uh, like an anime we talked about before in this podcast, Guilty Crown. What the fuck does that mean? Who knows? Um. Well, actually, in Guilty Crown, as you see, when they have the genome, the king's genome, (laughs) he has a guilty crown because he's overpowered and doesn't know what to use anyway. (laughs) I'm not the worst explanation ever. I'm I'm just going to point this out. Someone actually told me that because I did make the same point. (laughs) Like, why is it called Guilty Crown? Just because it's called the king's genome because they have some some power? It's like, yeah, because Oh My Shoes, his his character, he becomes depressed after he gets the king genome wrecked janked out of him because yeah plot like oh but he's depressed he's not guilty yeah it's because he misused his power that's why (laughs) that's why it's a guilty crown get it (laughs) like no (laughs) anyway anyways (laughs) anyway wait i had another example but i already forgot durarara hmm yeah, you said da da da. Add another but one after that, that title. That title is deliberately supposed to make no sense. Well, it's um, stupid because the uh, <laughs> the author the author who wrote da 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 wanted a a title that sounded crazier than Bacano. What the fuck is Bacano? Bacano is Italian for noise. I see. I'm so uncultured. <laughs> Anyways, just like just like Clanad is is Irish Gaelic for family. I knew that. I remember that. Um, I I had to I had to explain that to someone and like why the fuck is it called like, Clanad? Well, because it means family. Why is it called Clanad? I said because in Irish Gaelic it means family, and that's kind of what the fucking show is about. Okay, but why are you said, using Irish Gaelic? That's where the English word why clan you just comes call from. it family. Why did you have to be so extra? Like no one understands that because I for some reason creators in Japan think it's super cool and edgy to use like. Oh, words. is it like reverse weeb? <laughs> kind of. Like <laughs> Westaboo. Like no no. no. But no one no one knows what that means. It, I'm I'm not kidding you. They like to use foreign words because it seems cool and edgy. That's that's the, really the reason. Um, uh so uh, kind of on the same vein of titles that make no sense. Um titles that are unnecessarily long and this is like I swear to God, I feel like light novel authors at this point are in some kind of contest with every single one, uh, every single other light novel author to come up with the most ridiculously long light novel titles. Like, s- stop. 
Stop, please. I'm trying to think of I, the there's um, a, there's an... the full title of that. Is it whatever Dungeon Girl thing? What what the fuck's the full title? Yeah, I forget. But so is it fine to pick I, up I, girls I, in a dungeon? Oh, uh, is it um, uh, Don Machi? Uh, what's the actual English title? Yeah, <laughs> I'm so used to calling it Don Machi <laughs> because the the title is fucking ridiculous. Is it is it is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a yeah. dungeon? What what does that have to do with the fucking show? Like. Because he meets the two main love interests in a dungeon. No, he doesn't. He doesn't meet Hestia in a dungeon. He meets he meets eyes in a dungeon. Though. Yeah, and he doesn't try to pick her up. He doesn't try to pick anyone up. <laughs> so I guess it is wrong to pick uh, girls up in a dungeon because he didn't do it. No, no, no. See, that's not the title. The title is: Is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon? Well, he didn't do it, nor did he try. That also makes me think of another <laughs> I, one that I can't remember. <laughs> It's something about well, anyway, I'll see you at the end of tomorrow or some shit, and it has a super long oh, title afterwards. Yeah, uh, one one there's a, there's an anime. It's of course it's an isekai anime adaptation of a light novel that's coming out this fall season called High School Prodigies Have It Easy Even in Another World. Like really, shut up. Fuck. Oh man, I can talk about how I hate that show too or that uh, novel because I read that. Fucking terrible. Also, like, this is also coming, the second season of this is coming out. This is like Grand Blue Fantasy. What the fuck is a Grand Blue? I think I know the main character's Grand. name is Grand. Isn't, isn't but, that a mobile well, game or blue. something? Isn't Grand Blue Fantasy what? a game? Yes. 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 Okay. That's all I know about but it. But why is the game named that? I don't know. It's fucking the country's called Grand. And it's blue and it's a fantasy fucking. It's show. not blue. I don't know. It's not blue. Sky's blue. <laughs> Oh my god! Water's blue. <laughs> sky sky blue. is blue. <laughs> you heard it here oh first, god. boys and girls. You heard it here first. The sky is blue. Water's blue. That's some There's blue. Stuff. Heavy knowledge being dropped on us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, trying to make sense of titles is all. <laughs> we should make that a game. <laughs> we should. Oh. Wait, how would that be a game? It's just a shit show where we talk about. Here's a oh. here's a title. Try to explain it. <laughs> Yeah, oh. explain explain an anime using just its title. <laughs> yeah, how would you do that with Haikyuu? Fuck, I don't know. Well, it means volleyball. Oh, see, that Japanese. makes sense. Yeah. See, man, Haikyuu, you so good. Or how would you explain a certain a certain magical index? Yeah, see, that's what I'm I saying. I haven't even watched that. <laughs> Try to explain a show based on its title. That's the next podcast coming out, guys. Yeah. I think I think John's right though. A lot of this, a, a lot of this has to do with authors trying to be fucking edgy and chuny, coming up with these fucking titles. You're not cool. Just a, just admit that to yourself, and then you'll make a good title. It's because they want to stand out, like the author of Dorara, right? Because when I'm skipping through these myriad of titles on Crunchyroll or whatever, and I see some crazy title that seems kind of how weird, the hell. How the hell does Durarara stand out to you? Durarara is just like you choking on your own said, How do you dick. Pronounce like this? what the f- like? That does not stand out to me. I don't know. I mean, you're right. The picture of Celty uh, with the cat helmet on a motorcycle stands out way more than me than Durarara does. But whatever. Girl, girl wears too much black to stand out. You can't even see her. Yeah, but that's what, <laughs> that's why she has the yellow cat motorcycle helmet. Duh. She's basically just a floating head. Yeah, titles that make no sense. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna gloss over that sort of spoiler. <laughs> uh, 
uh yeah it's titles man uh, uh. <laughs> uh so there's another one here that i think you wrote down show i gotta find it here because you wrote like 15 million things um Oh, the DQN. Uh, when characters confess, but the other person conveniently doesn't hear them. I hate that shit. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. Disclaimer. You, have you have you watched Hag and I? You have? Yeah. Yes. You? Uh, well, I, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't watched it. I actually have read it. I just remember in the anime, like, multiple girls physically talking, like, directly talking to the main character, being like, I like you. And then the main character is like, what did you say? I didn't hear you. And this happens multiple times. And I'm like, this is the stupidest... Like, this is the worst way to, like, build up romantic tension. It's like, are you people illiterate? Do you need a hearing aid? Like, this is so, so stupid. And this happens, like, basically all romantic fucking uh, shows. And even in non-romance. Any, any romance, this may occur. So... And it's not, it may not even be a romance. I, I, need, I, need, to, I need to disclaimer this, point this out. This is a trope called uh, DQN or Dokun, meaning thick-headed. And this is something that main protagonists suffer from because... Uh, because I thought Dokun was a trope for women. For airheaded? No. Ditsy character. Anyway. Why, 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 do you, why, do you think, why do you think Why do you think? that the cliche is moi moi kyun? No. Anyway, so DQN characters, right? Thick-headed characters. They exist because the uh, creators want there to be kind of a love interest, but they don't want to flesh it out because they're fucking lazy, but they want it to be there. And uh, on your point of Haganai, there's an actual reason he does that. And it's it's explained poorly at the end of the, the novel, and the novel ends very poorly. But there is a reason. Though, again, it could probably... It's probably just the author retconning it and being like, well... We made him a DQN because we didn't want to progress the plot because it's about this guy having a harem of girls. Uh, like, actually, I did it because I'm a shitty writer. But actually, I did it well, because I'm a shitty writer. Like, okay, I don't mind him dodging the question, but don't be such like such an idiotic writer that the person doesn't hear her say it. Like, that makes no sense in any way. Again. Like, when does this ever happen in real life? Like, in real life? This never happens. I'm just saying, <laughs> in Haganai, specifically in Haganai, it gets rectified, okay? It gets rectified. In a, what was that scream? Jesus frustration. Christ. I got so angry that I knocked my microphone down. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought you Have got another fun, beetle Ron. on you. Oh, God. It's all right. I thought you got another beetle on you or something. Girl, that beetle was thick. <laughs> all right. <laughs> We're only halfway through uh, uh, show's list, so we've got more. Huh? Yeah, uh, we don't have definitely... to do the whole thing. I didn't plan to do the whole thing. Jesus yeah, Christ! Yeah, we're definitely not getting through his entire list. Um, can I? So, does this also apply when characters uh, actually do hear the love confession, but then just ignore it? Like, so a good example of this happens in uh, Sarah's and my. I love this show. But it has this fucking trope where the main character gets confessed to, and he's like, oh. Anyway. <laughs> That's slightly better. At least he doesn't have hearing problems, but still annoying. It, it is It is annoying. I, I, it really just like, breaks my uh, 
immersion because I'm like, this is just, it just makes no sense to me. Like, I, 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 IRL, I, I know fucking anime is a fictitious thing, but IRL, if someone were to confess to you and you didn't, like, have any feelings for them, you wouldn't just ignore it. Like, you, you would address it and say, well, I'm flattered, but I don't feel the same way. And then you would move on. You wouldn't hear the fucking confession and say, anyway, about that over there. Again, this is just this trope because they are lazy. People are lazy writers. I don't know, it's that happened in Sarah's Emma, and like it's like, and it literally happened at a perfect time for them to address it. And I'm thinking, okay, and then you did absolutely nothing. God, damn. and then and then, and then the, like the person who made the confession is like, oh well, sad. And this brings me to Face? the show's next point about undeveloped female love interests or just love interests in general. Oh, specifically female. <laughs> Yeah, because they, yeah. Um, because no, this is this is a problem I have particularly in shonen because I hate shonen. Clearly, we all hate shonen because all we talk about is our problems with shonen. Um, but no, like in shonen, they always develop the male characters, and they're like, "Oh shit, we need a love interest. Just shove this bitch in. Don't develop her. She's the love interest. Done." Which this always happens, and it's so annoying. I would say it's far more annoying to me when a love interest is clearly exists, but they get developed for the wrong person. Um, a great, <laughs> we're bringing it back to this again. A great example is Naruto. Oh um, fucking, what? we all know. No, we all know that Sakura was originally supposed to be a love interest for Naruto. No, fuck you. And then, <laughs> Hinata clan forever. Okay, I agree. I completely agree, but... The whole reason that Sakura existed was to be a love interest for Naruto, and Kishimoto realized, well, fuck this shit. <laughs> it's a good thing he did, too. <laughs> fuck her. And then he's like, and then for some reason, like, for for almost all of the first half of the anime, <laughs> you have Sakura just opining over this guy, Sasuke, who doesn't give two shits about her. And I'm like, girl, move on. <laughs> he's not going to fuck you. And then he does. Dude, spoilers. Come on, I man. haven't seen Naruto, but, like, at least in Naruto, they have Sakura in from the beginning, and she's, like, part of the main trio, I assume. That is true. Right? Yeah, that, that but, is true. Yeah. But even though she doesn't even end up the love interest. But, like, I hate when they... Like, what I would like is a Naruto kind of thing, where the female character is part of the story, and she develops with the main with the male character... And then, like, they become romantically involved. Like, if you just, like, pop in a female character out of nowhere and be like, Hi, I'm your wife, bye. I'm like, I don't really care about you. Because I don't know you at all. And you're not developed in any way. No, but he likes her, though. That's how love works. You like someone and that's it. It's no more. (laughs) You married now. Well, well, that's not how ships work. That's, That's how it worked, though. That's it's lazy writing, but that's how it worked, though. It's dumb. Yeah. Uh, it, is, it, it, it is. It is. You're all right. It's dumb. I'm just going to say that I just don't like undeveloped characters in general. Like, why introduce this character yeah. if you they solely exist for the MC? Like, this this is not an actual character. This is just a plot device for something later. Wait. Like, Tenten and Naruto? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fucking... God, Naruto. We're, this is, welcome to the Naruto cast, guys. Yeah, welcome to the fucking cast where we talk about all the fucking tropes <laughs> in Naruto. <sighs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh man, we're almost in an hour. Um, okay, so I want to talk about one more because I feel like we can talk about this quickly. Shows thing about guys getting nosebleeds. Um, I kind of think that goes into well, it, it used to because of censorship in the past. Um, <laughs> obviously, back in the day, you couldn't talk hold about on, hold on. Uh, like erections. Hold on. What? So you're telling Wait, me what? You're telling me the nosebleed is supposed to represent an erection. What? It is. That's exactly what a nosebleed is supposed what to represent. What does that even mean? Oh my god, that's so stupid. That's exactly what it's supposed to represent. It's Wait, supposed to represent, e- well, not necessarily an erection, but like sexual attraction. Blood rushing that's to the, the most, head. That makes sense. That's the <laughs> literally the most forward and simple way to express that you like this person. It's so dumb. It's literally... But I'm not saying it's not dumb. I'm just saying that back in the day, they had to have really clever ways of showing these things because they couldn't outright say it. Yeah, no, but who, what, why would you want to outright say it? Who says, oh, I see a girl. I have an erection. <laughs> what the, what, what kind of stupidity? What kind of stupid writing is that? No, That's even worse. No, than what if an anime showed, like, the dude just got a fucking erection instead. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, doesn't this doesn't this happen on a regular basis in Gintama? <laughs> yes. Deadpan face and just, like... <laughs> just an erection? <laughs> oh, God. That sounds like something that would happen in, like, British comedy, though, doesn't it? This is so dumb. I mean, it's like, okay. hello, I just met you. Oh, I have an erection. This is the kind of thing like I'd expect of like a sleaze bag or a man slut character, but it's applied to like all characters. So I'm just like, it's also worth mentioning really that there sense. are anime out there where girls get nosebleeds too. Like when? Uh, I, well, I know it's happened a few times in um, Kiss Him, Not Me. I knew you would say that, but that's not. <laughs> That's a very, very niche genre. I don't actually, I don't read and or watch a lot of, like, female-led romance shows, so. But I, I have seen it happen where, where female characters will get nosebleeds. Well, I particularly put this Usually in. Usually they're for Joshi characters, though. I particularly put this in because of Fire Force, um, where the main character just, uh, like, really blushes and nosebleeds a lot. Um, sometimes it's um, because he's being hit on, so it's actually appropriate. But are we sometimes, not going to talk about the cr- sometimes the it's smile, just not though? appropriate. I'd rather not. Huh? You're not going to talk about like you talk about the nosebleed, right? Uh-huh. Just to walk up to someone with that creepy ass like shark tooth smile. Well, that's a completely different thing. Uh huh. You like that, don't you? Uh-huh. I just would rather not talk about Fire Force because. That's just a bad written show. For Listen, multiple it looks reasons. good, though. It does look good, though. Oh, no, it looks phenomenal, and the sound design is great, but, God, that story is just so banging my head against the wall, you know? I just, I had to drop it because of that. Are you watching that? Hey, anime? David Production, part six win. <laughs> you know, are you, did you watch, are you watching any of the anime? Yeah, I watched, like, the John? first six episodes. Oh wow! Nice. I know, right? I can't believe I made it to I six. I feel like the anime watch. made the story you watch anime. Congratulations. Better. <laughs> because I feel okay. The directing in Fire Force is like top tier, in my opinion. 
Yeah, but... So, I feel like the directing really helps the story. But the story and the plot is still so bad. I know it's bad, but, like, you changed the... You're just making gold out of shit, honey. <laughs> I wish I had that superpower. You're not making gold out of shit. You're I'd just making so a rich. shit sandwich. Anyway. All right. Well, that uh, has been the narco yeah. spoiler cast, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you try to turn it into a Fire Force spoiler cast there at the end. <laughs> but, yeah, um... These are some of our pet peeves when it comes to anime. We have more. Maybe we can talk about this uh, again in a later episode, part two of Return of the Saltiness. Uh, <laughs> I really want to call this episode Return of the Saltiness. I I, I probably will. Um, so, yeah. Thank you all there for dropping in to listen to us. We hope you enjoyed it because we always enjoy bringing this stuff to you. If you want to check out previous episodes of the podcast, you can find us on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. If you want to keep up with what we're doing, you can join us on Discord, Facebook, Twitter, and our website. Shoot us an email if you have any questions or if you have ideas for topics you'd like for us to talk about in the future. Links to all these things will be down below in the description. As always, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Second night, everybody. It's not nighttime. No, it's not. It's really not. It's I'm. I've only been up for an hour and a half ish. It's too early, girl. It's literally four in the afternoon. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs>